ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engines running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. All right, welcome to Launchpad Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Matt. Matt, we got a special guest in the Launchpad. Who do we have? We have a dude who I went to a concert, or actually I went to a concert that he was at years ago, and we looked at each other and we were like, yo, let's introduce ourselves. And slowly but surely, we like felt each other out in our nerd status, and we're like, you're a big fucking dork too. I feel like we could be friends. Steve Prince is in the house. What's up, Steve? What's going on, Matt? That's that's not quite how it happened. Exactly we we how were it at a concert and our friends were like, hey, you guys should meet because you both like comics. And we both sat as far away from each other as possible. That is true. <laughs> well, because you liked comics so much, you had a Batman sweatshirt on and had a Batman cake that you had decorated yourself I don't know at what a concert. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Wait. So the way Matt told it, it's like you guys were on the opposite side of the room and your eyes locked and just like slowly everything like fell out and you just gravitated towards each other. They were like, oh, this guy likes comics. It's like, oh my God, he's going to be such a huge dork and he's going to be foaming at the mouth and spit. You know, and you walked in with a Batman sweatshirt and a Batman cake that you had made. A cake or a cape? Cake, C A K E, like 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 a bakery mm. good, <laughs> decorated with Batman and the Joker fondant that he had made. What kind of concert is this? Dorks on ice. Dorks on ice. Yeah. <laughs> it was at the Hollywood Bowl, so everyone brought food. Weren't you coming from like a birthday party? We were where you coming made cakes? from a birthday party where we made cakes, and you had to decorate it yourself, and. I didn't know how else to decorate it. <laughs> <laughs> he did. It looked really cool. And yeah. I remember, I think we thought, you, I thought that for sure. I didn't look as nerdy as you, I don't think. But I no. looked at that and I was well, like. Well, because, because my wife got me that sweatshirt and I, I felt like I had His to wife worked for Warner Brothers for years and right. would bring him home a lot of swag, including a lot of DC right. and so Batman all, stuff. So he all blames I have it on Batman her. t-shirts, Batman sweatshirts. But like, I, he's wearing a fucking Batman shirt right now. But like, right. I looked at him and I was like. <laughs> This is either going to go awesome <laughs> right. or he's going to be a fucking tool. <laughs> so so you're at a Hollywood Bowl concert. Who was performing? Don't even remember. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that like literally that was what, yeah. six years? Like years six, ago, right? years ago. And years I see ago. this guy probably once a week since then. Yeah. Almost every week, yeah. right? If you yeah. guys had said John Williams, I'd be like, you fucking dorks. <laughs> no, no, no. It was the Star Wars at the ball. He it brought was, his lightsaber and he was going. It was it was probably Yanni or something like that. <laughs> Either way, though, like a, 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 the a weird comic. Al Yankovic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, whoever it was, we kept going. Shh, <laughs> right. while we were trying to talk. Whoever was playing, though, it was definitely like a, a, a bromance comic book friendship was born. And Steve and I have been big fans since that day. Steve knows his shit with comics. He knows writers. He knows artists. Um, he's a big comic book fan, but he's also a comic book artist and writer and creator himself. You want to say a couple things that you've that you've made that you've worked on? Sure. Right now, I'm doing a comic called Monster Matador. Hell yeah! Which is about a matador who is fighting to make the world a better place for his daughter when monsters kind of rule the earth. What kind of like describe the monsters? These are a like bit. you know Godzilla style, all all different kinds of monsters. You know, I try to keep it try to keep it fresh and real. It's really just whatever pops into my head. But we've had like giant sand dune worms. We've got a giant uh, crustacean coming out of the ocean right now, which is uh, the battle for Santa Monica, where all the old Hollywood action heroes. 
uh, get together and try to beat it's this so thing. It's so cool, like Schwarzenegger, uh, Schwarzenegger and Stallone. Schwarzenegger, Harrison Ford flies a plane. That's uh, <laughs> right. You know. It's so. It's a really uh, it's fun. fun book, you guys. And yeah, yeah. It, it's cool because it's like I like and love Steve enough that I would tell him if I didn't think it was cool or you if would. I thought he was making <laughs> yeah. a mistake. Like I would tell him, like, "Hey, man, that's not my cup of tea." It is fun as shit. It's it's a really good time. He writes it, draws it. Prince, I mean, he does everything. He is a one-man yep. army on yep. this book, but he does other books as well. So I've done a book called Unemployant, which is about an unemployed ant. <laughs> uh, it's kind of uh, it explains itself. I've done a book called The Third, which is a, a giant sci-fi space epic. Right now, uh, we're doing something else that we're going to talk about in a few minutes, right? Yeah, let's just, just oh, yeah. jump into it now. Why don't you Why don't you tell the Tell the book, and then we'll kind of like talk about it a little bit. So, what what are you working on now? Destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so pumped about this. Destroyer is the story of, of basically Matt's life in the next five or ten years. Oh god, if it goes half as good as <laughs> we've it, been writing I mean, this, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, and this is this is based on a true story that's going to happen, and and like you know something that's based on a true story, there are liberties taken, but it's basically you know what's happening. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, this this came about. Both Matt and I had visions of the future, and basically, uh, th- this is what it is. Matt is uh, is walking the earth. Everything is destroyed. Basically, this is a post apocalyptic future, probably because Donald Trump got reelected in twenty twenty. <laughs> uh, Matt has lost everything and everyone, and you know he's he's got a, a goat that he's made friends with, and these bastards killed the goat and now he wants revenge it's basically a uh, white trash john wick you <laughs> yeah. know that's how a lot of people are saying it it's it's, it's ginger trash let's be right <laughs> right and uh the guy he's after is uh lionel Beauregard richards uh and his his crew of evil bastards it's it's going to be bloody. It's going to be violent. It's going to be intense. And if you've got a weak heart, you should probably stop uh, listening. Stop right listening now. right now. You don't know? read the book, but don't yeah, even listen yeah. to the rest. Uh, of this. We're not responsible for anyone getting a stroke or a heart attack or anything like that. <laughs> oh yeah, I should put some sort of uh, caveat we, on we the uh, website because like, that's where we're going to be hosting this thing right. at launchpadpod.com over in our blog section. And and when are we releasing, guys? When when can people expect new issues to appear? So we're going to put it up every Monday. And we'd love to hear what you guys think. And the more you love it, the more we'll put out. But every Monday, every week. And if if there's demand for it, if you can take it, if you can handle it, maybe we'll go to twice <laughs> a week. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. And that's the one thing in all the words that you said that were great adjectives. I think this book is funny as shit. And I got to tell you, it is... 85, 90% Steve and 10% me. Like Steve sends me ideas or sends me stories or sends me art. And is like, what do you think? And I'll be like, this is all awesome. But what if this? And Steve usually is like, that would be great too. And then he makes that one change. But everything else is him. And he has like this, he has little stories planned out, like little adventures. And then the overarching epic. And this actually is like, Steve's my hype man. Like, not that I need one because my confidence is usually pretty high and I my ego is is decent size. But like, you know, people have like an angel and devil on their shoulder. I just have like two little Steves. And anytime I'm like, that would be cool. The one Steve is like, 
yeah, I would. And the other Steve's like, totally. So it's like, that's what Steve does all the time. One night at Shitty Movie Sunday, we made a joke about how cool it would be if I just went on revenge. And I was like, yeah, because someone killed my goat. I don't remember how or why even, that came up. I don't even know how. But like a month or two later, he, he sent me a poster for that. And he's like, we should do it. And I was like, yeah, let's. And then like a couple months after that, he's like, here's the first page or two. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. And he it was like, we're doing this. It is really, really yeah. funny. It is just violent and gory and badass for the sake of doing it. It's going to be a lot of fighting, yeah. a lot of blood. Yeah. Steve's writing and Steve's art is like perfect for this book. We've, you and I have talked about this, Steve. Steve's, Steve's art is, I think is also perfect for Monster Matador. When you read that book, the visual yeah. storytelling that he has there is perfect for that as well. But I think, and not just because Destroyer looks like me, but he, he <laughs> he's a good looking son of a bitch. He I'll is, tell you that. He's pretty handsome. <laughs> <laughs> every, every time I draw it, I feel a little, I feel like the more, the more I draw you, I'm like, damn, this is getting dangerous, man. This is like, I'm like, damn, he looks, does he look too good here? I'm like, I don't know. It's, it's weird. I'll tell you. It's, it's definitely, you know. it's a lot of fun. I think you guys are going to like it. If you like the bullshit that me and Aaron talk about, you're going to like this because a lot of times we're going to pay homage to different movies right. and different genres and stuff right it, we say it's post-apocalyptic and we've compared it to mad max but there's going to be fucking pirate adventure like we could say this right there's going to be pirate stuff there's going to be stuff in space there's going to be a stuff in future yeah. world it's going to be all the fuck over the place and it, it and it all there it, there is a logic to it there is something that ties it together so as crazy as it gets it actually does have a continually continuity and does make sense i just want to add something real quick matt matt talked about his 10 percent Matt's ten percent is is really in a lot of a lot of ways what makes Destroyer Destroyer. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it, no, it, it's what makes it a collaboration. I, I'll give you an example. There, there was when we first started it out. I drew a page, and uh, you'll see it. And basically, I had the guy uh, Destroyer reaching and grabbing the guy's arm and just breaking it. And Matt's like, "Wait a minute, no, I wouldn't just break his arm. <laughs> I would, I would snap it and then rip it off, and it would be hanging by by a thread." And in, and and blood spurting everywhere, and that's that's destroyer, and that's doesn't he stab the guy? The, well, stabs- let's not let's not spoil it, man. You know we want him to read it. We want to read the damn thing. But but I mean it's awesome. This is it's extreme uh, to the max. You know we turn it up. We turn it up to twelve. I and I, okay? I normally you guys know that we don't hype shit unless we mean it. Yeah. We turn yeah. it up to twelve. And the cool thing is we are taking, like Steve and I are starting to take things that have happened to one or both of us or like funny shit that we've said at, at Shitty Movie or ideas that we've come up with. We're starting to put different friends from Shitty movies and, and <laughs> stuff in the book. But yeah. Rumi is now involved because Rumi is going to end up being, we're not going to say how or what we're just yet. We're not going to say how, yeah. But we've, Rumi is going to be in the universe. We just started talking about it. So now Rumi is at the same table as Thea and I kind of collaborating. And it was, you know, I got to say, Steve and I, we've been on the same page from day one. And when we brought Rumi in, I didn't think it would be a problem because Rumi knows, you know, Rumi knows Rumi shit, you know? Right. And yeah. Rumi came in and I watched some emails fly back and forth between Rumi and Steve. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is only getting cooler now that both Rocketeers are involved. Yeah. And it's and it's great because we both like we were both just kind of uh, mimicking each other. We were just mm-hmm. basically saying, you want to do this? Yeah, that's what I was going to say we were going to do. So it's like <laughs> perfect, you know? It's been fun, and this is going to be the official comic book of the Launchpad podcast. This is going to be the post-apocalyptic future, the possibilities that may be or are already in progress. I mean, I'm just having so much fun seeing these stories develop, and it is coming into something these guys started on, but then just getting to be involved and being like, well, yeah, we could we could 
sure, why not? Well, let's do it. Let's see what happens. And just seeing Steve's images sort of mirror the just the crazy ideas that we throw out in emails. And it's like, what about? And he's like, I already got you. Boom. And then the picture's there. And then within a couple of days, you have the pencil outlines and the story and it all comes together. And seeing each one of these pages be developed, I'm just super pumped to even just be a part of it. And Steve is like a mad creator. Like, you know, if you guys are listening to this show, you're into the same kind of stuff that all that both that all three of us are. And you know that comics are like an industry and they're made. But like Steve cranks this shit out so fast. It's hard for me. Like he send me stuff to proof or to like to approve like, hey, check out these pencils before I do the inks. Is there anything you'll change? He'll send me like fucking two or three issues in a day. And I'm like, I, like, I don't have time to fucking proof the stuff you're going pages, too pages, fast. Pages, pages, issues. I'm not that crazy. But they're, we're calling them issues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, they're, 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 each issue will be one one page. But like, still, a page, like three pages in a day, three blue lines or three in, uh, pencils or inks in a day. And it takes me a day to catch up to, to where he's at. Right. And that's something that, the, you know, the guys at Meltdown, when we did our Meltdown event, were saying about you as well, is that you just crank that shit out. And... It's not a matter of quantity over quality. Right. It's Stick both. figures are easy, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, that's the, and that's the thing too. Is if you when you guys start checking out Destroyer, the art was good from the get go. It gets better. Like you are now in yeah. your groove now yeah, for I'm, sure. I'm, but you've I'm, been I'm, there I'm now. inspired. This is this is really this is the most fun I've ever had doing uh, anything. It's, it has it's, been a lot of fun. It's, it's awesome. You're doing most of the work, but it doesn't, to <laughs> me at right. least, it doesn't feel like work. It's like, <laughs> that's right. it's fun to do this shit. So, and you know, you guys who love listening to the launch pad, you will see and hear a bunch of references. Right. You, they'll see, there'll be a bunch of little Easter eggs. The more you've listened to our show, the more little caveats and jokes and stuff you guys will pick up. Right. And, and one of you may get punched by Destroyer one oh, day. We should do a contest. <laughs> we should. We should. I, I think so. Idea. <laughs> that would be super cool. <laughs> Brian Ivanhoe, we're looking in your direction. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I'm talking about. So since we have since we have you on the launch pad today, Steve, I, I want to get to know you a little bit more and, and let our audience get to know you a little bit more. Can I ask you a couple questions about like wh- where did you get your start in comics? What inspired you when you were a kid? What were you reading that was like, man, I want to write comics? So so I I have a sad origin story because I, I <laughs> it's not it's good. I went to uh I, I went to uh, a yeshiva. I went to an Orthodox yeshiva. Um so basically a religious That's school. That's a Jewish school. And a Jewish school. And uh, uh, basically they, when I was a kid, I, I was, you know, I was jumping off tables and saying, I'm Superman, I'm He-Man. I love that stuff. And the teachers told my parents, do not let this kid read comic books. Don't let him watch cartoons. Like it's poisoning his mind, you know, it's, you know. Oh no. And so, so I always just, as a kid, <laughs> I always lived in my head because I, I was, I, I didn't have a lot of exposure to that stuff. And, uh, I would just, uh, I would keep like all the notebooks from school. I, I, I asked my parents for money to buy notebooks and, and my grades were, you know, whatever they were horrible. And my, my parents couldn't figure it out. They're like, all we do is buy this kid notebooks, <laughs> you know, what the hell is he doing in these notebooks? And they would Wait, all, blank notebooks. Yeah. You Did know, they think he, you were getting education from those. They thought I was taking notes. <laughs> they thought I was taking notes in class and the teachers thought I was taking notes in class. Cause I was constantly, you know, in the notebook and basically what I was drawing. Ninja Turtles, I was drawing Nintendo games, you know, whatever the characters, <laughs> Russian attack, all that stuff. So it wasn't until I was, I was older, until I was like 12 or 13, where I was actually like started kind of collecting and buying comics and really getting into them. But I've always kind of like 
I've always aspired to them. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like, and I went in like full on because it was, it's like, you know, not having a drink for a week. You just fucking like, dude, (laughs) bring me the bottle, you know? (laughs) So what was your early, like go-to comic? What, what were you into? Was Batman X-Men? I was big. I was big into X-Men. Uh, the first X-Men I had, I remember it, it was issue 251. It was a cover, it was a pretty famous cover with uh, Wolverine, and he was nailed to a, nailed to an X. It was a cover by Mark Sylvester. It was just a really cool cover, and uh, the comic itself made no sense. There were like no X-Men in it. They were like <laughs> stuck in the desert. It was, it was, it was like peak like Claremont of like, uh, it just, you know, you had no idea what the hell was going on, but it was so exciting just to kind of like start in the middle and just like go backwards and forwards and you know jim lee was drawing it a couple months later it was such a cool time to like actually start reading comics you know i told you he was a nerd yeah i know i i gotta watch Fucking myself batman you got cake. me so excited <laughs> I, I let, I let my i let my guard down dude <laughs> oh man i let my guard down but i liked i liked uh daredevil was a cool one batman and then like the image comics when they came out um you know the todd mcfarland spawn uh, spawn man yeah that was that was i mean the artwork was amazing and steve um, like the one thing that i noticed that like at that night the concert for sure and then it only got more is like steve's one of those guys that he know, he just told us he knows numbers uh, like issue numbers he knows who drew it who wrote it who inked it so, like, when you talk to him, you talk about specific issues or specific yeah, runs. Can, like, can we not get into that you really, part? <laughs> oh, Steve, don't be modest. So much of, what are you going to lose face a bunch of our, a bunch of our nerdy right. ass fans? I don't know how much of this my wife knows. So it's, you know, she's listening to our show? Probably. She's, good. Yeah. Now we got one yeah. woman on the yeah. team. <laughs> yes. Represent. Oh man, she stuck with you this 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 yeah. many years for this for this long. Yeah, no, but yeah, I know I know too much about this crap. Yeah, <laughs> he does. He's the forever straight man, where he just always has that straight face with that straight joke. <laughs> and then I'll I'll say something, he'll be like, "Yeah, I don't know about that. I'll have to ask Hallie because Hallie, <laughs> his wife Hallie, always says like that she's the Batman expert." When I'm like, "Oh, nice shirt," he's like, "Yeah, Hallie got it for me." Well, the problem <laughs> is now because I ha- I only wear Batman shirts because that's all I have is that people keep buying me Batman stuff. So I just like <laughs> tons. Of, Batman's okay. I like Batman. I'm not like obsessed with Batman. If but people would just stop buying all that Dazzler swag, die, right, like, exactly. he's got Dazzler shirts. He's got right, Dazzler yeah. headbands. He's got right. Dazzler pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny because it's like I, I I guess everybody has that one thing where they're like, oh, you like X, and then you're like, yeah, it's it's fine, and then everybody just keeps buying it right, for yeah, you, and they're yeah. like, oh, he must like that a lot. And it's like. Every Christmas, it's just more of that. Yeah, I mean, like, I, okay. I have I have Batman salt shakers, you know. Oh my like, god! I don't, I don't need that. I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't condiment like Batman. Right? Yeah. I don't, I, there you go. <laughs> On yeah, a yeah. condiment type level, yeah. I'm trying to think what I like enough to be in like to be housing my salt. I know, right? Somewhere, a, a friend of yours, Steve, is like. I get him a Batman thing every Christmas. Right, that's pretty much yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about whatever Dude, schmuck I have, got I this. have. I have Batman socks. I got. I don't have Batman underwear. Thank God. It's almost Hanukkah. It's almost Hanukkah. That's Imagine right. what the schmuck who got him the salt shakers feels. It's probably Hallie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, ba- it's Batman and Robin, which makes it worse because it's Robin in that little uh, bikini that he wears. And who, it, what? who? Which one is who? Batman is salt and Robin is pepper. <laughs> yep. Batman is salt. Robin is pepper. Wait, why? I see Batman is more as a salty. Uh, yeah, guy, he is. Pepper salt. Guy. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Batman's salty. 
Batman's salty as fuck. Side note, did they make no. salt and pepper shakers like the <laughs> like the rappers? Ba-dum-bum-ching. <laughs> was that not worth it? No, 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 no. And then what? Spinderella is a napkin holder? What's yeah. going on? <laughs> Check out Destroyer, guys. It went live a Monday, September 24th. And if you look further back, you'll see some posters on some other teasers and stuff that we've released every Monday. So we just released our first page. We're going to release another page on Monday. Check. I mean, really, I'm not just saying this because I helped write it. I'm not just saying this because my handsome face graces the pages, but it's fun as shit. Check it out. Let us know. Shoot us ideas. Shoot us criticisms. Steve, Aaron, where can we find this wonderful literary epic phenomenon? <laughs> you can find it on launchpadpod.com. That's our website, guys. And it's in the blog section, but it'll be on the main page every time there's a new page dropped it'll be on the front page and then in the blog section you can find all the back issues of destroyer <laughs> right now there's one but there will be more many <laughs> many more and in the near future you might see another recognizable face you see a handsome boy face for sure that's right <laughs> fuck yeah I, I i draw you so much i feel like i see you more than my wife matt <laughs> you could draw her in there i could I don't know if she'd be too happy about that. She doesn't have to get her face punched in. No, that's true. That's true. That's true. I, yeah, no, no, no. Babe, I put you in this comic, <laughs> right so I didn't punch you. Yeah. <laughs> I, wonder if Amanda, I wonder if Amanda would want to be in it. She probably doesn't care. Dude, you know what she told me the other day, Rumi? She told what? me, she was like, I wish Ghostface called me. And I was like, wait, really? She's like, yeah. I was like, you care about that? She's like, yeah, how cool would that be? It's like the first fucking thing since we've been married. That I've done that she's like, that was cool. Who's Ghostface? We have an episode coming soon where we talk about Scream. Okay. Oh, and wow. Okay. I thought you were talking about like Wu-Tang or something. Like. No, no, not the Ghostface Killer. <laughs> I was like, the that's, that's pretty kill- cool, man. There's Ghostface Killer and Ghostface <laughs> right. oh. Killer. Okay, okay. We, Me and Aaron pre- prepared a Scream episode. He didn't know it, but I got in touch with the actor who does the voice of Ghostface, and he called the show as Ghostface, and Aaron didn't know. Oh, that's awesome. It was fucking Phenomenal. That's you guys, awesome. uh, this episode's coming soon. Yeah, this will be out week next week. Of, uh, yeah, of October. It's going to be great. Yeah. So check that out. Wouldn't that be crazy if you got somebody from the Wu-Tang kind of call? Where, like, we're talking about Scream, and then Ghostface, Ghostface Killer calls in. It's like, oh, well, I mean, cool, but I was it's hoping the for the Ghost guy who did Face the voice. I think, I think we have to do a Wu-Tang Destroyer team up. Ooh. That would be Shaolin cool. style. Then we can get oh. Ghostface on there. And the Rizzo. Up from oh, the 36 Chambers. I, I, I bet you Method Man would come on. Why, why, why don't you contact his people? Uh, well, Method Man's people. <laughs> Make we it happen. Want, and we want to talk specifically about the Riddler, the Riddler song from the uh, Batman Forever soundtrack. Do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talking homicide, not a problem. It's the Riddler. <laughs> you know that song? Of course I do. Observe, if you will. I'm at my hideout in the back of the hill. Wait, are you playing a tape or is that you? <laughs> I love it. So normally we do this. What have you been watching? It's a pretty simple question. And since we got a guest in the launch pad, Steve, what have you been watching lately? You got anything cool to recommend to our fans? No, I've been watching Paw Patrol. <laughs> He's got two. I've kids. got, I've got two got kids two at home. Kids. <laughs> um, Paw Patrol, Daniel Tiger, highly recommended. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> nice. Yeah. Do you get it? You don't get any time to slap on a horror movie. No, anything I, like that? I haven't in because we have a newborn right now, so I haven't I haven't oh, had a chance. Man. Last the last well, thing I watched, I think was like uh, Empire Strikes Back when it first came out. When it first came out, yeah. Uh, well, no. what what about a wish list? What, what comics? Have you read anything? Have you read anything? Have I read anything? Like comics? You read any? Like it doesn't matter if they're old or new, but recently, have you read any comics? Yeah. Why we gotta talk about comics? Talk about movies and stuff. It's what have you been watching? But then you said you didn't watch. Yeah, anything. but then he was asking me about a wish. We list. have a pace list, a pacing yeah, 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 here but, to keep I mean, up on this on, show. You, you we said, can't you have said, dead air here, Steve. You told him to run it, and then you just jump in and like get in. You know, it's, it's not because cool. we can't have dead air. He was asking questions. <laughs> hey, well, that you I, I was know just the about to. to. I was opening my mouth, talking, and you just jumped in. Eric, cut all this out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, reading? No. Uh, what have I been reading? I I've just been no re- a wish list. I thought we just went over this. Wait, no, you just asked me. <laughs> All right, wish list. Is there anything you want to watch? You tell us. Just yeah, I've got, I've got. I mean, these are crazy movies. I, I've got. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of uh, this Russian director. He directed uh, Stalker, this crazy sci-fi movie from the '80s. Stalker. He he originally directed Solaris. Um, the original Solaris. The original Solaris. I know Solaris. I don't know if I know so, Stalker. Uh, those are two movies on my wish list right now. They're like three hours Russian. Um, they're long, so it's just kind of finding the time. Uh, been wanting to watch um, the Jack Ryan movies. I just got a bunch oh. of those. Um, I've actually been watching some Twilight Zone. Original? Yeah, the original ones. Those mm-hmm. are always Classic. And I can't even think. Don't have children. Seriously. Just makes you dumber. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. Matt, what have you been watching? What have Dude, you been watching lately? I got Anything one. No, I... wait, wait, wait. What's your wish list? What's your wish list, man? We're talking about wish lists here, man. Well played, Mr. Prince. My hat is off to you. I got one, Rumi, that I'm psyched if you haven't seen it. Have you seen The Prowler from 1981? The slasher movie? Is that yeah. the Spider-Man villain? Or? No, not yet. I have seen The Prowler, yes. Dude, I've never seen it, but I've seen the cover a million times. And it's this kind of ambiguous looking olive green, black helmeted thing. It almost looks like, like an army guy. Yeah. Well, I always thought it was more of like a scarab beetle type of person because the things that I've seen, he's holding something that looks like a scythe or a knife, but it also looks like it could be pinchers. And he's like coming up from behind some girl, grabbing her with these like knife looking fingers. It was an it's an image that I've seen a thousand times, but I've never seen the movie. Sounds like he could be on the Supreme Court. <laughs> it's um he it's on uh, Amazon Prime, and I actually just watched it last night. I was fucking blown away. It's nothing necessarily that you haven't seen before. It's you know a graduation night. First of all, it starts with a propaganda film from. World War II. And I yes. was like, did I hit the wrong movie? <laughs> then it yes. cuts to a movie that takes place in the 40s. And I'm like, wait, did I hit the wrong movie? But then people start getting killed and you're like, no, no, I get it. Then it comes to like, quote unquote, present day, which is in the 70s. And these people at this same graduation event, for whatever reason, are getting murdered. And they're getting killed by this guy who's dressed up like a GI. But he's got like this weird, like it's almost like a balaclava, but with a drawstring on the face and you can't see his face. But like tight, like Kenny, yeah. Yeah, exactly, like Kenny. But like tighter than Kenny, there's no phase, there's no hole. And yeah. he's killing people mostly with a pitchfork and with a bayonet. Some really gnarly deaths that they don't shy away from and they look good. Dude, yeah. And I was actually so, very surprised at the end, makeup effects done by Tom Savini. Did you know that? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's one of his earlier films. And I'm going to say this is the first time I unabashedly liked him. Friday the 13th is great, but most of those effects 
either did not age well, in my opinion, or they're really cut away. Like, a lot of them are cut out. You know what I mean? This, this is him really going wild with it, for sure. And that pitchfork kill in the shower is a yes. cool kill. Great. Really great. good kill. And it's really, really good. Uh, naked chick, so it's just boobs the whole time. She gets pitchforked, and he's slowly raising her. And there's no shots in that sequence. You don't know how they did it, but it looks great. And you see it. Some interesting stuff. It's the same bullshit you've seen, but fun. And I really liked it. It's got this dopey fucking deputy who's good for nothing. There is my favorite. One of my favorite scene in the movies is they go to this graveyard and a grave is dug up. And that's like big news. So this deputy needs to get in touch with, I think, the sheriff. But he's getting to touch with somebody. He calls this place that has cabins, like a hotel of cabins. And yeah. comic book guy from The Simpsons is sitting at the table playing solitaire. The phone rings like four times and we watch it. And you're like, when is this fat guy going to answer the phone? And he clearly does not want to answer the phone. Yeah. He answers the phone and the deputy's like, I need to talk to so-and-so. And the guy's like, well, everyone's sleeping here. And he's automatically coming up with guys like a dick. And, yeah. the, and uh, the deputy's like, no, it's an emergency. And the deputy guy goes like, well, I'm not going to call him. It's too late. He's like, I'm the deputy and this is an emergency. You need to go get him. He goes... Fine, I'll see if I can find him. He puts the phone on the desk, sl- <laughs> slams the door like there's like a little like one of those like a little saloon doors next to the desk, slams yeah. it, looks at the phone defiantly because he's pretending to go look. Then we watch him look around and play solitaire for another minute. We watch him doing this. Cut to the deputy waiting. Cut back to fat comic book guy not doing anything. Then he slams the gate again and goes. He's not in his cabin. But like, first of all, why this guy is so adamantly not going to check on this guy, even though it's clearly an emergency, I don't understand it. But why did we have to watch all that in real time? Like, it just, it makes no sense. It's ridiculous. And this movie, I mean, the kills are awesome, but there is a lot of people like slowly walking through houses with flashlights. Yep. A lot of that. That is true. There is a lot of that. But I give it to him and I feel like it, <laughs> It does what it's trying to do. It's got some great homage stuff, specifically to Psycho towards the end. Um, yeah. Almost like almost shot for shot and idea for idea, but it looks great. Without spoiling anything, the ending is great. And the way that they, like, you know, the, the, the climax of dealing with the killer is great. And then the end of the movie, like, you know, they, they finish the immediate threat. And then there's one more scene. That last scene, I don't want to spoil it because you watch it and you're like, what the fuck was that? Like Amanda actually walked into the room when it happened. She was like, what the fuck was that for? It was great. It was great. Check it out. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, The Prowler, 1981. But Rumi, uh, what have you been watching? So I've been watching uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead Season 3. Oh yeah, which, you got a big uh, boner about that. Yeah, I do. I really like that show. Um, it, it, and and it, this is the last season, the final episodes. I just finished that up recently, and that was a lot of fun. Um, and then I've been watching a, a, a kid's cartoon uh, called Gravity Falls. <laughs> oh yeah, Gravity Falls. I've heard that's really good. It's really good. It's kind of like a little um, sort of a backwoods X Files where these kids go to this remote town and a lot of weird stuff happens and there's creatures in the woods and they have a weird weird great uncle who runs the uh, tourist trap novelty mystery shack in town. It's a lot of fun and it's only two seasons and it ends really strong. It's it only two seasons. Up. Yeah. It it and it oh, got I didn't realize it, that finished and it was i just finished both those series ash versus evil dead and 
Gravity Falls. I finished those up last week, and that was a lot of fun. They were really good and, and fitting. They ended well, really satisfying endings to both series, I think. Do both series end like they knew it was coming and they ended yep. themselves? Exactly. And Ash vs. Evil Dead had like a great... I mean, a lot of people were annoyed by it because it was kind of an ambiguous ending. I'm not going to spoil it, but it was... Uh, you know, I thought it was a fitting ending to that character because he's going to retire it after this. And that season had some of the goriest, messed up scenes I've seen on a TV show ever. And it was all played for laughs and horror. And that Evil Dead sort of Sam Raimi slapstick. So much fun. Great practical effects. Really bloody, really gory. Just hysterical for what it is. And I had a great time with it. Is Sam Raimi involved in it at all? He's an executive producer. I think he has a lot to do with uh, sort of the overall look of it. I don't know how involved he was with seasons two and three, but... Um, you know, he, he, his brother was in a couple episodes, which was a lot of fun. Oh, nice. Um, and then like the, the third season really tied it all together and had a big, big fight send off. Dude, one of the gnarliest fight scenes in this, I got to tell you. So he finds a demon baby and he is with an overweight German lady who gets decapitated and the demon baby crawls up inside of this lady and pokes his head out through her neck meats and then powers her like a mech suit fighting ash and it is one of the most disturbing things i've seen i'm like i can't believe they got away with this unbelievably gory this is ridiculous i love that's it. awesome yeah it was hysterical him fighting a like corpse mech baby monster it was insane it's like a dead alive a little bit it was ridiculous oh very gory and uh yeah so <clears throat> check both those out uh ash versus evil dead season three is on blu-ray right now check out ash versus evil dead check out the prowler Check out whatever bullshit Steve was mumbling about. Um, <laughs> Paw Patrol. Yeah, definitely check out Destroyer. The first issue page is out now. Next one yep. is going to be out in like, what, four every, days, five every, days? Every Monday. Let's just keep it every Monday. Keep it simple. Keep it fresh. So, yes. yeah, set your fucking week up. Read that shit and uh, you will have a good week. We prom That's the guarantee. Yeah. Steve, thanks so much for coming on the show, man. Uh, no, thank you to, for having me. <laughs> to, to hype our own comic, of course. But no, it's it, I. you know, I always love fucking nerding out about comics with you. Um, aside from Destroyer on our website, where can we find you? Where can we find uh, the stuff that you're up to? Uh, right now... Um Right now, my home is Launchpad Pod as I as I re remake my website at monstermatador.com, which is will launch probably next year. And you can get Monster Matador. There's a trade paperback on Amazon, and you can find it on Comixology. It usually comes out the first week of every month. Uh, right now, got the first seven issues are out there. Uh, the first week of October, I've got a new comic coming out, which I forgot about, called Intergalactic Dick. He literally makes so many comics which he is, forgets uh, about them. It's basically a, a future Sherlock Holmes, Shlomo Locks, who's an orthodox detective, going back to my <laughs> uh, my uh, religious upbringing and his uh, his partner, H.R. Uh, McGuffin. And then uh, in, in, uh, in November, we start the battle for Santa Monica in Monster Matador. And this is the one we talked about earlier with uh, all the great Hollywood heroes coming in and uh, trying to fight this monster with the Monster Matador. It's definitely, I'm telling you guys, it's, it's, it's funny as shit. It is certainly worth it. Give it a shot. Check it out on Comixology and Amazon. Steve, thanks again for coming. Thanks again for having me. Hell yeah. Awesome. All right, guys. Thanks for coming on the show. You can keep up with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter, at LaunchpadPod, and on our website where you could read that Destroyer, LaunchpadPod.com. Till next time, guys, we're the Rocketeers, and we're out. Ignition sequence start.
Engine 